0: well good evening and welcome to the sports lounge what show number is this chris
1: 125 and uh, we have to uh, first of all new commercial no stokes no strokes and no storks tonight that, that was different I'm, we had tornado and all kinds of different things and those, mario might be, those might be coming up though chris uh, mario andretti uh, you know um uh, Grace says, with his presence and that, that's yeah. a good one to have on the sports show because you know he's a famous guy that's so right. this is show number 125 happy new year everybody let it be among the last to wish you a happy new year because it is the 5th I don't know if we would be and it's a one, a January 5th 2021 show number 125 and so uh, when uh, we get the, uh, we will be doing introductions, but we will not have Sean with us tonight. Uh, Sean is uh, has another commitment. Uh, it, is, it was his wife's birthday yesterday, and we want to send a happy birthday greeting out to her, Jennifer, but she, he's unable to be with us. He had to deal with something else today, so he breaks the amazing streak that we have. Um, I have been on 125 of these, and Perry has on, been on 125, and Sean was on 124. So we went 372 for 372 in our first uh, two and a half basically almost two and a half years. So that's pretty cool. So I'm sure Sean will be back with us next week, but uh, he was unable to be with us this, this week. So, of course, we'll uh, tell you the agenda, and then we'll do our little panel introduction thing. And um, we are going to uh, do, of course, I will do the death list before I hand it off. Um, then we are going to do the NFL. We're going to do a little college football. Well, there was a little college football, some important games and some rumors and all that other stuff. We've got the uh, NBA well underway now. Uh, and, of course, with the NFL, when we do the NFL, it's going to be the uh, we'll go through uh, the, uh, the games that were played on Sunday. Then we will also do the standing schedule for the playoffs and all that. We've got all the playoff pairings and everything else. College football. Then we do a little college basketball, just one item there. We've got, uh, let's see, NBA. There were a few interesting performances uh, during the week. And let me tell you, we will start in a couple of weeks probably start doing NBA standings. Right now it's very jumbled and all that, and I'm going to be asking Miss A for those, and I can get those. I saw that the records are up there, but we won't do them for a couple of weeks. We'll wait until, you know, we we, uh, moved into the And the globe has those every day, Chris. That's good. But the problem with the Globe is that if it's – and if you see those asterisks – now, maybe it's better for the NBA because they do get over by 1 o'clock in the morning, our time usually? But if you see a, you know, Golden State at Sacramento with an asterisk, then those teams are not right. So yeah. then you have to uh, fill that in. So it makes right. us, I had to do that a couple of times during baseball because Miss A was acting up. When, remember, when the ba- we weren't getting the baseball records. Yeah. So I was able to get them from the Globe, but it was a pain in the neck. So it's a lot easier if I can do it from Miss A. But we'll, we'll come to that. Uh, then we're going to do, um, I guess uh, – uh, I think we're going to do hockey next because we've got the NHL divisions. Uh, our friend David USF gave them to us, and so we're going to tell you who, what they are. We know the Canadian division, and we know the East division, which is the Bruins division. We already ran through that, but we've got the other two as well. And then um, we're going to do, uh, let's see, we got one baseball item, and then we've got a little box. There's always boxing. Uh, because Sean is not here, we are not going to have a poll question. So um, any of you who live in Georgia can go vote again because, you you know, your uh, quota is not used. But uh, we do not have a poll question. And let me uh, give you the death list, and then we will pass it around and let you know who's here. And our friend Rick is here, of course, to help us with the NFL. And um, so we have John Paul, Jr., 60 years old. He was an Indy driver and a Champion Series driver. And he's from uh, Muncie, Indiana. Uh, Floyd Little, running back for, for uh, Syracuse and Denver. You know, he's All-American at Syracuse and went to the Denver Bronco, Broncos. Paul Westfall. He was uh, 70 years old. Floyd Little, by the way, was, um, oh, I forgot to write down his age in this spot. 78, we'll right I here. believe. 78, I think you're right. Paul Westfall was 70. He uh, was for the USC and Celtics and, uh, head coach at Phoenix and Seattle and so forth. We'll oh, talk wow. about him. And, uh, it got traded for Charlie. So he got Charlie Scott, Paul Westfall, both good players. So, uh, Don Sauls, 101 years old. He was an Alabama linebacker and running back in the 40 through 42. And then he was the Jacksonville State head coach uh, for many years in football. Joey LaMotta, 95, the younger brother of Jake Lamato and also his manager. And uh, he fought as well so i guess that's it so and then
2: can... uh, robert did who was uh oh yeah mrs uh... um, it was uh, sandy scully uh vin scully's wife uh, she died yesterday at the age of 76 because of lou garrick's disease and i'm sure our friend david usf will uh, have more details on her next week but for those that are interested if you want to go into newsline or online and look at the la times sports page they did a very nice obituary on her today
1: okay so first, I'll introduce my friend Rick here, who uh, had a usual his usual wild and crazy New Year's. Right, Rick? Oh yeah, In bed <laughs> by ten. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, didn't even stay up to watch the uh, 112 people celebrate the ball fall at Times Square, huh?
3: No, I mean there was no, no, no suspense this year that the ball was going to fall on a bunch of people, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, they yeah,
1: know we've been waiting for. And the first disaster <laughs> of the New Year, but
3: anyway, we've had enough disasters this past year yeah. without that happening. So, okay, so I just so, want to wish everybody a, a happy New Year, and if I I kind of like to make a little statement about the NFL Sunday. Okay. Um, I, I thought up until the Sunday night game, it was one of the best NFL Sundays I've seen in a long time. And you had, you had teams like Houston and Jacksonville and San Francisco that had nothing to play for yep. that, that really busted their butts in, in the game. And, and I just thought it was a great day. Now, Sunday night, everybody knows I'm a Giants fan. But that was a disaster Sunday night. Yeah, More, not not only just for the Giants, but for the league. They moved that game to the last game of the season, hoping for the kind of dramatics that they had during the afternoon. Yep, and that was that was just a travesty. I don't know if he if Peterson. Was tanking for draft picks or what he was doing, but it, he didn't want to, he didn't have to see Nate's at Sudfeld play. No. It, the the, 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 the battle was between Hurts and what they are going to do with Wentz. So he treated that like an exhibition game. And, and just you to, know, th- and just to think, Rick, the the Eagles yeah. are going to bring Doug Peterson back. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I I, I I absolutely know that the Giants were only six and ten. They had plenty of chances to win other games, and they also. Probably would have got blown out in the first game, although it would have been interesting to see Brady. Uh, Other postseason yeah. with the Giants going against <laughs> Brady. You know? That's right. That was but, a, see if, if he, That's a good thing about it, Rick. You, it proves Las
1: Vegas or the the story writers. You know, it's not a reality TV show. It's not pro wrestling. wrestling. The Giants would have won that game. It would be New York audience. <laughs> and you know, if it was it was fixed, Giants would have. Yeah. You know,
3: Eagles would have made sure they won that game. Giants would have been in the playoffs. Giants against Brady again. You know, so that's yeah, one. Good. But I was talking to Chris Sunday after the Dallas game. And you know the Giants-Dallas game ended, and I was saying how, even though Washington-Dallas have, have beaten the Giants many times, I don't hate that team. But I have always hated the Eagles, and now it's even—I hate that organization. I hate Doug Peterson. I hate their ugly green uniforms. I hate their <laughs> stupid "Fly Eagles, Fly" song. I hate—we um, yeah, don't yeah, need I hate I hate a whole question. That. Rick's all wound up. He can take. I the hate polls, their announcer. It. I hate Rocky. I hate cheese <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like their
1: announcer, <laughs> anyway. But uh, but the thing uh, is, what, what I don't understand. So why? Okay, so you're you know been in uh, they haven't been in division every year because the Giants wandered from the capital of the century, and all. basically they've been playing each other you know since you can remember, other than a couple of times. But what what is it about the
3: Eagles compared to the Cowboys and Redskins? What does it go back? When, when did it all start, Rick? Well, it's, it's a bunch. Of, first of all, they, they, I have heard some terrible stories about their fans, and yeah. I'm not talking about the throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking, Well, back when when the Patriots were Playing yes. the Eagles in the Super Bowl, I, we heard stories here about their fans. It, it's just, a, and they have a. It, there was one, and I realize this. This is just one fan, but still, it, there was what. If you remember a receiver that played for the Giants and then they're playing for Tampa Bay, I think it was Joe Juravicious. Yes, he he lost he lost like a five year old son to some kind. I don't remember it was some kind of disease. And supposedly, when they were playing, when he was playing for Tampa Bay Tampa Bay, and he was playing the Eagles. That somebody in the crowd yelled out to him, "Hey, where's your son?" Yeah, you know, and that's just right. terrible. That... oh yeah. And as a matter of fact, all the sports talk show, oh, and, and
1: our guys can be a cynical, and our fans are a pain in the butt sometimes too. We have some real winners around here. But I remember when the Patriots played the Eagles, especially the first time. Not so much the second time. I didn't hear much about it. But the first time, they said, uh, "You know, where, where are you guys from?" The hotel people say, "Where are you guys from?" They say, "Oh, we're from Boston." Oh,
3: good. I'm, I'm tired yeah. of dealing with these Eagles fans. Yeah. You know, so, and in all in all honesty, uh, part of it also is that they have hinted. The Giants some terrible losses. Yo. You know, we, we all know about the, the miracle, of the Meadowlands, yep. and the and the year when they when they were, Giants were ahead by twenty one points in the fourth quarter and lost the game, and that yep. I, that was the worst loss. I I actually and, and it's funny because I heard an interview later with Tom Coughlin, and he said the exact same thing I did after that game. That's the only time I've ever shut off the NFL, and I just sat in my living room in the dark for about four or five hours. <laughs> and he did the, the same thing. thing, I guess. That was that the one that just, the Sean Jackson ran back that yes, the punt pun yes. for. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the second miracle of the medal. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, um, the- yeah. So. I just want, you know, but I will, I do want to, <laughs> I, I got that off my chest. I, before I go back to sticking my pins in my Doug Peterson voodoo doll. Yeah. I want to end up a little bit, something a little bit positive. Throw some, throw some props over to Robert because he made a, a prediction last week that we were going to see a female head coach in the NBA and, and at least for one game that came true <laughs> before he even got to the new year. He yeah. did. We will be talking about that when in yeah. the yeah. NBA.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: no. good. Okay. okay. So, uh, but why don't we turn it over to Robert, because, I mean, Sean, because Robert's going to do yeah. the uh, n- announcing.
2: Okay, so. Um
1: no, uh-huh. no, you're going to announce? No, it's going to pair. I've got this all wrong. Yeah. I'm trying to get you to it over to We got you all flustered. Yeah, yeah you, you <laughs> got me, all me there. Right. <laughs> See, I'm starting to get back to be After the Giants, I have to tell the story. After the Giants beat the Patriots in 2008, I was like, I couldn't root for the Giants. I, got, I cared about them a little bit, but I couldn't get back. I, and I've, that was always been my second team. They're starting to be again because the Patriots are heading into bad territory here for a few years. And the Giants, I don't know if they're on the way up or not, but they, they at least had a season that went down to the last game. I, I think they are with Joe Judge. I'd be, I'd I think like Joe Judge is going
2: to be a very good coach. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway, what I'm trying to do, if I could get my act together, yeah. is maybe turn it over to Perry, and just to say what he wants <laughs> to say, Perry over to Bill, and then Bill could turn it over to Robert. Man, how do we yeah. do it that way?
5: Well, I will wish everybody Happy New Year as well. I, I hope you did have a good New Year. I did make it up past midnight. It was quiet, and you know what, on a funny note, I couldn't have watched the ball drop if I wanted to because our ABC affiliate is in a dispute with Tenna right now, so uh-huh. we don't even have an ABC affiliate right now, so uh-huh. I couldn't have watched the ball drop. What is a tenna? I don't even know what Tenna but, is. Uh, we, I've we never been table and um, it was it, Rick is correct. It was a great NFL Sunday and I had turned the yeah. Eagles game down on Sunday night for whatever. I don't remember why I did it, but I did. And I came back and they had this other quarter. I'm like, what in the world Yeah. What in the world oh. is he doing in there and in that half, dark.
1: they actually they, they were you know the players that were out there and I know they sat some people but they actually played pretty hard in the in they the first they did. They oh, did. they did, yeah. I have no gripe with the players. You no, know? Yeah. no. It was,
5: it was but but like, like I say, the stupid thing is I couldn't tell you in a lot of ways why they are bringing this Doug Peterson back. I mean, no, he, not at all. And Carson Wentz said he wants to be traded because his, repu, his uh a relationship with Peterson is damaged beyond repair. Heck, Doug Peterson stuck stuck with him a heck of a lot longer than most of us would have. So I, I
3: yes, I don't so. get yeah. that one. So uh, and I Bill, just heard Bill, somebody on ESPN Bill. saying that that you know that, that, that the players on the team after what happened Sunday night, he's lost a lot of those players. Yes,
5: he, yes, he has. That's what In I. Mean. Yeah. So well, so Bill, Bill I, I, can I you follow? Can you follow that up,
0: Bill? Uh, it's going to be hard. <laughs> That's why they bring him back. You know what I mean? They just continue to amaze me um Really, just watching a lot of sports. The NFL was great on Sunday. Oh, it was. I wasn't sure about the Colts there for just a little bit, but they stepped it up just enough to win. We had a rookie running back, Jonathan Taylor, ran for over 250 yards, and that bodes well for the future. I don't think the future is going to include Phillip Rivers, maybe. No. Maybe not. And, 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 you know, along
5: with that, that, you know, with the Rams, that's my, I go for the Rams. They did well, too, with a quarterback that had never played much. They did. So,
0: I I think better days are ahead. I hope Carson Wentz does not come to the Colts. I don't, maybe, maybe he's a better quarterback than I think, but. You guys might know that one better than I do, but
4: uh, I don't know. Like I said, like I said, in
0: the, like I said in
5: the past bill, I can't, it is shocking to me that he has fallen the way that he did because yeah. I mean, I saw him clear through
1: college. He was a great yeah, quarterback. This is a major I can't think of a quarterback who's fallen off the edge that badly. I mean, we've no, had guys it, who just, you know, I mean, from, from being that good. I mean, he was, he was good. We've had guys that were never good, but this guy was, was very good for a couple of years. I well, have on my he, fantasy uh, team and did very year, well.
2: He, the year, He got hurt. Uh, They were 11 and 2. They played in the L.A. Coliseum. And, of course, he tears up his knee. He was the leading candidate to be the MVP, MVP. that year. Yep, and, it was, it was. And, he's, and he's never oh. been the same player since. Do Robert, we better turn it you to you. We're way behind.
3: Frank
1: Reich? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Robert. This is your big chance. Now, we okay, talked for, um, before the show. This is this is Lou Gehrig filling in for Wally Pipps. Go yeah,
0: right ahead. Right. <laughs> John, you'll never come back. <laughs>
2: uh, first of all, I want to wish everybody a happy new year. And if you'd like to call and participate, into this uh, show of ours, which we would very much appreciate, you can call 646 um, 876 and enter the code two eight seven seven two three forty six hundred. hit the pound key twice, uh, you will automatically be muted uh, when, when we come to you after you raise your hand by hitting star 9, we'll ask you to unmute yourself by hitting star 6. Um, Also, if you'd like to hear past shows over the phone and you don't have access to a device, you can call area code 773-572-3006, option 9. And that's Bill Bill Sparks' box and we've got the the all things radio on option eight and coffee club on option seven and all kinds of other stuff on various options. So if you want some entertainment that way. If you'd like to keep up with what we do during the week, you can you can call uh seven one two four three two thirty six forty two. And board number nine is the sports lounge board where you can hear all the breaking stories as soon as we get them and then board 13 is your schedule board for tv listings and SiriusXM XM stuff and with this virus going on you need to constantly keep up with that because things constantly change so um, that will take care of that. And if you would like to leave us a message at, at any time, you can email at allthingsradio.net and sports lounge, email no, to, sports
5: lounge at allthingsradio.net.
2: Oh, oh, that's right. Sport, uh, I knew I knew it was all things radio in there somewhere. Sports lounge at allthingsradio.net and. Uh, If you want to leave us a message over the phone, you can call 773-572-7715. And if you don't want to hear the wrestling report that Sean does every week, you can hit pound and leave your message. And do not mark it private, and we can all hear it. And also, you can leave a message by calling uh, 1-800-693-0595 and hit option two and say it's for Sports Lounge. And I believe that's now, all and that I we suppose
5: have. We don't do this very often, but let's do it one more time. For those, if you want to contact each of us individually, you can do it. Yep. Uh, you can contact me, 773 572 3021. Chris is the same thing, except it's 3127. And Robert, what's yours?
1: Uh, mine
2: is 773
1: 572 6232. And actually, Sean's is the 7715. That's his yeah. box. Correct. So, yeah, so yeah, if that you're that just contacting
5: Sean and you want to yell at it, but you can contact us privately if you want to. You,
1: you certainly yeah. have that option. Well, I think you did a good job, Robert. He's I did a good job. Very yeah, good. Okay. I, only messed,
2: I only messed up on the emails. Yeah, you know. no, that's, that's good. All right, well, let's
1: go through some NFL news and notes, then we will go quickly through the scoreboard. We've kind of talked about some of the games, but we will, we will do it the way we're yeah. supposed to do it. Yeah. So, the firings this week, we had Adam Gase. That was no secret. That was like, you know, everybody knew that for two weeks or three weeks or however long. Adam Gates yeah. fired by the Jets. Uh, any rumors? We'll try to do the rumors. Uh, any Jets rumors uh, so far? No. Uh, um,
2: they're no, interviewing really. people, but no, no big rumors yet.
1: Okay, not not on a good day for Adam. Adam Lynn was fired by the Chargers. Any anything on Anthony, him? Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn.
2: Anthony. Lynn. Anthony Lynn. Oh, there
1: you go. Well, that's, yeah. All right. Yeah, ah. Anthony Lynn. And what well, anything new on him?
2: Actually, I heard today that uh, the Chargers have jumped into the Urban Meyer sweepstakes <laughs> along along with the Jaguars. So, and we'll see what happens out of that. But he's been the number one person mentioned in both places, Jacksonville and L.A. Well,
1: that could lead us to Doug Marone, who also got fired. Yeah, the former Bills coach, by the way. Just yeah. in case people forget, and Doug Peterson, as we say, is coming back, and uh, I'm sure Philly fans doug go for two. Peterson is coming back, and yeah. uh, I, oh man, if I was a Philly fan, I would not be happy about well, that. Well, I'll bet, I'll
5: we bet get- those games next year, though, with the Giants and the Eagles, I'll bet those will be uh, if there are fans in the stands, which gosh, let's hope there are. I'll bet yeah. those yeah. Giants fans are going to give him an earful. Yeah.
1: Yep. so uh, let's see if we can get some reports on any of these injuries going into the playoffs Alvin Kamara, what's the newest uh, with him anything new on him uh, you know, not, yet. Uh,
2: not yet. Uh, okay yeah so I haven't yeah. heard anything new, but you know it depends uh, it depends on you know uh, how how long he's got to quarantine and all that kind of yeah. stuff
3: there's any you know if he keeps okay. turning up ne- you know he, if he gets negative testing he's okay for sunday if if they scheduled that game on Saturday, he would not have been eligible to play oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah well, I got so that's. Yeah. Okay, David Bakhtiari for the Packers is out. That hadn't he's happened yet. Yeah, we were on yeah. uh, out yeah, for the
1: season
5: for offensive the lineman. Yeah. And, that uh, is a, Mike, and,
2: and by the way, that is a big loss for the Packers. Yeah. He is one of their better yeah. offensive linemen. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they and they just signed him to a contract extension too. So, yeah.
1: So, Mike Evans became the first receiver to go uh, over 1,000 yards in his first seven years in the NFL. And as soon as he did that, he yeah. got hurt on the next play. Yeah. So, uh, and, he, and, and as
5: I understand it, he is day-to-day.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's okay. good news. I mean, it looked terrible when it happened, but yeah, like yeah, okay. Yeah. And you know what's amazing about that, Rick? And I was thinking about this, and I almost vaguely remember this because, of course, we do fantasy football. I was thinking, how could that not be true with Jerry Rice? He I, he must have gotten hurt one year in there. Uh, no,
2: yeah, he, he did. Earl, yeah, he he did early early in his yeah. early in his career, Chris. He got hurt. I forget what yeah. year it was.
1: Okay, so uh, Ram fan uh, Perry, what is the latest on Jared Goff and Cooper Cup? uh cooper cup is in
5: the he's in a much the same situation as tomorrow he's got to keep testing negative but uh i have not heard that he's been cleared but he's supposed to play saturday though that's the problem if, if he can play yeah. yes but i have not heard that he has been cleared yet and yeah. jared goff, have... jared goff Go they're saying he is probably day-to-day you know okay well, aren't
1: we all, as we say? Yes. Uh, and so before uh, the game, now they, they, Robert, you had a report that said Philip Rivers had said if they didn't make the playoffs, he'd retire. What did he say about if they make the playoffs and then the, you know, like they don't go to the? I mean, what is this continue uh,
2: on? I, uh, he he uh, he's. As far as he's, uh, as far as what he's told reporters, and maybe Bill being in Indianapolis might know more. But as far as I know, he plans on retiring after the playoffs are over. With so, and the way he, the way he
5: worded it, Chris, is that if they did make the playoffs, he would retire.
1: Yeah. So. They did? Okay. Well, yeah. then I guess they were tired. And, yeah. then, and interestingly enough, his former teammate is kind of saying the same thing in New Orleans, right? Drew Brees? Yeah. I think everybody okay. assumes this is his last year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, because
2: and, and, Drew Brees has a nice contract waiting for him at NBC.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Jim Swartz, the former Lions coach and defensive coordinator of the, uh, of the Hated Eagle, is uh, retiring at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, and as we said, now, Jacksonville, uh, we mentioned that, would like to hire Urban Meyer. And, Robert, uh, you were, we're – Somehow you thought they already did on Saturday. But, Perry, you then said that there'd be a very huge fine, and this would apply to the Chargers, too, if they don't talk to a minority candidate.
2: Yeah, no, uh, I, uh the mistake that was uh, the writer originally put out that uh, you know, he was going to get the job and then he had to come back later and correct himself. But uh, yes, there is there would be a major fine because any time you have any kind of coaching opening or a GM opening or any kind of opening now, you have to follow the Rooney rule and you have to interview at least one minority candidate for whatever position you have open and if you don't and you bypass that There's a heavy fine involved and possible loss of draft picks.
1: Okay, and then one last note that I have, and you guys may have some other... The, the Tony Roma was not able to do the game in uh, Arizona, uh, or no, in Los, Los Angeles, with the, the Rams and the uh, uh, Cardinal because he had uh, been in what it was a contact, contact tracing. That what yeah. it was? Yeah, yeah, so. it was
2: con- I believe it was contact tracing. I never did hear that he tested positive, but Boomer Seisen worked with uh, Jim Nance on Sunday, and we'll, we'll find out what happens uh, uh, this week with the two CBS.
1: So, Boomer, did Boomer just do it from the studio? on Nance was in Los Oh, no, he flew out no, he,
2: he flew to he L.A. He yeah. Oh. Yeah,
3: he got the call okay. like Saturday morning and flew up there. Good Boomer. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm sure he's. And he one. was back Monday morning at 6 a.m. for a show oh. on FAN. He's a right. warrior. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we've got and a couple couple more things. Um, okay, Gary Kubiak is retiring as offensive coordinator with of the Vikings. Oh, okay, okay. Right. And and Kenny still signed with the Bills because they need another weapon.
2: Yeah, because Cole Beasley, <laughs> Cole Beasley, their wide receiver is. Um, heard and they don't know yeah. whether he'll be able to play on Saturday or yeah. not. They did get John Brown back
1: last week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So starting into the scoreboard, uh, Perry, have you got the scoreboard? Do you want me I to do? do it?
5: I do have them. Here we go. All right. Bills fifty six, Dolphins twenty six. Two of uh, three picks. The Bills uh, got the number two seed out of that. And I heard on Sunday afternoon on the Fox Sports radio, and I, I guess I don't. Oops.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I guess we lost Perry. Are you there? Um, Well, I can... There we go. Yes. Okay. The 56 to 26 bills...
5: And I heard on Fox Sports Radio that they're already thinking about giving up on Tua
2: already. I guess I don't subscribe to that yet. No. Well, remember Arizona did the same thing with um, with um, Josh Gordon or uh, uh, Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen. I mean, and and when they could get Kyler Murray, but Chris Chris uh, Chris Greer, the uh, GM of the Dolphins, came out today and said "Uh, we thought about doing that, but we're not going to. We're going to stick with Tua in twenty one. One, but well, see, the so guy I, that was here, who was that thing? You know, Bobby Greer. That might be his son. Yeah. Is that Bobby it's, Greer's be, son? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Be young. Yeah, uh, but, but, and by the way, now, granted, I don't watch for the Miami Dolphins every week, but from what I saw when the when the Miami played the Raiders on that Saturday night, I don't think Tua is going to be a very good NFL quarterback because, n- number one, he's too small. And he does not have the mobility that some of these other quarterbacks that can run, like Pat, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. I, I do think Miami is going to have to eventually think about uh, but possibly I, doing something else. But I yeah, think what
5: you have already is... You can't give up on somebody that you've wasted. That was
2: kind of you know, that kind of a draft on. Yeah. yeah. Well, remember Miami will have the number three pick. Thank you, Bill yeah. O'Brien, and the Houston Texans. Yeah. So yeah. you know, so if they wanted to, they actually could this year. So
1: oh, they could. That's true, yeah. and they could. And they could trade. Around, too, because they, they could send, you know, and get another draft pick, too, then trade Tua somewhere because somebody's going to think the Tua could do it. So and By the uh, way,
2: uh, so... because, because of that Houston trade, uh, Miami has uh, the first two picks that Houston is supposed to have in the draft this year, number three and number 36, so it'll be a while for the Texans to be able to draft anybody this year. Yeah.
1: Okay. And we should mention Isaiah McKenzie, who had two receiving touchdowns and then one punt return for a touchdown. Yeah. I don't see that area. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
5: yeah. Ravens 38, Bengals 3. The Bengals just
1: didn't show up for this one. Yeah, they That's and the Eagles, enough. who ended up with exactly the same record after tying in the first game, 4-11-1, yeah. Yeah. and one, so neither of them showed up. Uh, that was yep. the other team no. that did not show up yeah. it was the, it was no. the Bengals.
5: Um, Browns 24, Steelers 22. This is part of what Rick was talking about with a great uh, Sunday afternoon of games. Yep. This one came right down to the wire. They had a two-point conversion chance, the
3: Steelers did. They could have tied this game, but they missed it. Yep. Yep. Mason Rudolph looked a lot better than he did at any time last year.
1: Yes. He certainly did. But Rick, you were saying they were bringing in a, their other quarterback down by the goal line, right? or uh, did you tell me that? that they, no, you know, I No, nobody know he was. I, I know he was they, in. They I, did. Yeah. They was did. In on the first guys. two
5: yeah. plays when they got inside the five-yard line, they had the other quarterback yet. Yeah.
1: Okay. Maybe he was a run-pass option guy. That must have been what they were doing. Probably yeah. like the Colts to what we now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah.
5: Uh, Vikings thirty-seven, Lions thirty-five. The game's meant nothing, but you know what? Both teams offensively showed up.
3: Yep, they yeah. did. Stafford was a great game when they didn't even know if he was going to play. And yeah, oh, yep. well, he's yeah, he's been
1: through a lot this year. And he's had he's yeah. had a good year, so it hasn't, it hasn't been his fault. He's yep. a tough yeah. guy, <laughs> yeah. Patriots twenty eight, Jets fourteen. Chris, did you
5: pay any attention? No, to
1: No, not really. I think I listened to about for two minutes. There was too much else going on, and uh, but no, I mean, I think uh, you know it, it ended sort of on a happy note, and blah blah blah. And, uh, oh, right after the press conference at the press conference, Belichick praised Newton for his leadership and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. He, he helped to infect some of the team. That's uh, all right. Goodbye, champ. You know, goodbye. Whatever. Yeah. You no, know, he's going. <laughs> but it, it's just you know, you know check with Classy. He, he had you know you, you praise your quarterback and you whatever. And it's really. You know, Bill, the general manager, or, or you know the person he does have a personnel director there, is going to have to get it. Get Bill to coach better players, and I think that really, with as they were, as Scott Zolak was mentioning this on Monday, I heard on Sports Up. Really, the the lack of practice. Everybody had the same issues, but when you're starting, it's one thing if you're uh, starting with uh, basically they had a lot of people opt out, they had a young team, and they had a new quarterback, and when you have got all that going on, I mean, hey, if you're if you're coming back in your Buffalo, well, Josh Allen, you know, he, he was. here last year he knows what to do and uh, we're bringing in stefan dick but he'll figure it out that kind of thing that's a lot easier than what the patriots were trying to do
3: you know that's another reason why I'm not I'm not giving up yet on tour because you know a rookie you know yeah. no 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 camp before and and he came in injured starting the year you know he's so I, they look they to at show me a whole doing. lot yet but I'm not giving up yet yeah. but so what they're doing I, is I, doing is I wonder too do they try to sign like Fitzpatrick back again to,
1: to, to kind of help him along still
5: I would. I would. Yeah. I would I would
2: as long as Ryan's willing to play he's he's right. great at that role and I think and just that, to
1: get it on the record he was unavailable because of the virus so that's, uh, that's correct he would have played I'm sure pretty early in that game when they were yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Giants 23, Cowboys 19, Red. <laughs> it was actually a very good game. I'll think it, Giants, it was. The Giants' yeah. defense was amazing because they the offense gave Dallas 10 points. And, and mm-hmm. it was funny, I don't know, if <laughs> on FAN, the, early in the game the Giants dropped two or three interceptions that were right in their hands. Mm-hmm. And at the two-minute warning, they, they played on FAN afterwards in the, in the post-game show, at the two-minute warning when the microphone was shut off, Kyle Banks said, here comes the interception that they've been dropping all game. And, and two plays <laughs> later, it happened. <laughs> there you go. Yep. That's great. Yeah. That's
1: great. Uh, box 44, Falcons 27. Well, typical Falcons Bucks game. They got yep. Bucks got off to a good start. Falcons came back on them. Bucks uh, put it away at the end. Tom Brady threw four touchdowns, three hundred ninety-nine yards. I think, uh, it is, as they say in tennis, advantage uh, Brady this year. Yeah. Uh, he gets the yeah. playoff. Uh, he's eleven and five. Belichick seven and nine. Whatever, and uh, you know, and Brady, uh, you know, you know, ought to win. You know, we'll, we'll talk about these games when we get to them. But he ought to win this game uh, on uh, what is it Saturday? Saturday, and uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, then we'll see what happens after
3: that. That's interesting what Raheem Morris said because they seem to have played a lot better with him but still they keep losing. <laughs> yes, different right. ways. You get the, yeah, yes, different ways.
5: Packers 35, Bears 16. The Bears... They played for three quarters, and then the fourth quarter <laughs> yeah.
1: the Packers pulled away a little. Yep. Well, they got in the playoffs anyway because of the Cardinals uh, losing. But you know, they uh, all in all, they've got to be pretty pretty psyched to be, even be in the playoffs, and they probably won't be yeah. there long. But at least you know they, they they I think they found their quarterback, who may or may not <clears throat> may or may not want to stay. So yeah, well he's go. already
2: said he does not want to stay. Well, I mean, he's you st- know. and he's and he still continues to say that. So
3: so and I think Aaron had, Rodgers may have wrapped up the MVP. Oh
2: yeah, uh, I would think so. so yeah colt's twenty eight
5: jaguars fourteen bill
0: Colts kind of coasted Jacksonville played a really good game, considering they were one and fourteen, and the only win was over the colts so but the colts running game really exploded, and this part of it Philip. Rivers was kind of limping, and he used all kinds of issues. But they still won twenty-eight to fourteen. They did what they had to do. Won eleven yep. games, and that's not bad. Any other division, they, no. you know, it, it, was, it was just an overall. They did what they were supposed to do.
1: Yeah. They would have won the NFC East by uh, four games. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Chargers 38, Chiefs 21. A lot of the Chief players didn't even play. No. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, the Chargers, uh, you know, they thought they could save Anthony Lynn's job because they won uh, like four in a row at going down the stretch, but it did not work out. So. Nope. And a lot of
5: fans around here were still complaining that the game wasn't on TV because they liked the Chiefs, but they gave at the Rams game because obviously that meeting.
2: Right. Yeah, and and again, LA, the Chargers have found their quarterback so they have nothing Correct. to worry about. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Saints 33, Panthers
1: 17. Who needs running back say the Saints? I think it was, wasn't it Panthers 7? It was
2: 7. Yeah, 7.
1: 33-7. Yeah. Yep. But, but anyway, yeah, no, no, no running backs, and they wanted. I suppose they – I didn't listen to much of this. I assume, assume they just gave it to um, – uh,
3: what's his name? Taysom Hill, and that was – No, actually, what happened was Ty Montgomery was in there. We actually – on the team as kind of a receiver, doing more things with the receivers, so he wasn't in the running back room. But he's next uh-huh. running back, you know, he's played running back for the backers and stuff. Yep, yep. So so he got most of the rushing. he ended up rushing for over a hundred yards. Yeah. And Bridgewater of course they're free picks. Yeah. And he and that's, he got benched he got benched during the game. So he looked so good at the beginning of the year and he's really gone down the last half here. Well he yeah. didn't have McCaffrey and that's got up Yeah he didn't have McCaffrey too. really at the beginning either. It's no, not, it's not too much.
5: Titans forty-one, Texans thirty-eight. As ESPN put it at the end of the game, they won on a doink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well,
2: and, uh, what, and what can you say about Derrick Henry? He another uh, oh, two hundred and fifty yards, rushed for over two thousand yards this season. He uh, may
1: be the MVP. You know, I didn't even think about it, and, and uh, I should because he's my fan, one of my fantasy players. But he's had a
3: great year too. Yeah. You know? yes. Do you know in the last three games against Houston, he's rushed for a total of 773 yards? Yeah. Oh my they, God, yeah. they
1: ran uh, down people. Jamal Lewis did it to Cleveland in 03. And uh, O.J. Simpson did it to the Patriots in 73, rushing for over 200 yards against a division opponent. And Jai did it to somebody. I forget who. in 16. Yeah. Uh, but, you
5: know, I would say with the Texans, they showed up. Yeah. They did. Oh, yeah. Oh, all, absolutely. They, other, they, other than Cincinnati, I think they, they, they could, all
3: did. If they could fix their defense, that team would be okay. Yeah. And, you know, it it never happens with a losing team, especially a losing record like that. But I'm telling you, Deshaun Watson, he deserves some consideration for MVP. He had a good year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: uh, And J.J. Watt came out after the game and apologized. He apologized to the quarterback. He said, instead of 11 or 12 losses, we should have 11 or 12 wins. Mm -hmm. Raiders 32, Broncos 31. Robert, I didn't see any of that game. Um, well, I, um, th- uh, well, I would not have seen it, but thank God I have direct T V so I was able to find it because during the last week of the season, they uh, don't charge anybody for NFL Sunday tickets, so I was able to watch it. It was uh, Beth Mullins, T- uh, 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 Barker, uh, T- uh, the, uh, the former uh, T- Giants. Tiki Barber? Yeah, Tiki Barber. Yeah, the two of them were doing the game, and for two teams that didn't have anything to play for it was one hell of a game to watch the Raiders scored a touchdown at the end of the game and they had a choice of either kicking an extra point and tying going into overtime or or, uh, going for a two pointer and winning and Gruden decided to go for two points and they actually won so uh, we finished 8-8. Eight eight. I, I consider that a disappointing year. I thought we should have, with, with the way the results turned out, I thought we should have been at least 10-6, and six, but it didn't work well, out
1: that way. If, if they, I guess uh, they, Gruden and Doug Peters should not agree on stuff because, uh, if <laughs> that, you know, the deal is if they could have gotten the 7-9 and the nine tied, 7-9, and nine, it would have depended on strength of schedule. It would have been a tie with the Patriots, uh, Vikings, and Chargers. Yeah. And, uh, so they cost themselves at least three draft choices right there. Yes, they
5: right did. Right. Rams 18, Cardinals 7, John Wolford wasn't great, but he won the game.
1: He yeah. did, but that, it helped that, of course, um, uh, Colin Murray yeah. was hurt, yeah. and then Chris, yep. Chris Streblin, the all Strebler. Strebler. Strebler or whoever he is, he came in there. So that was a, a break for the Rams because if Murray had been you know, healthy, that would have been pretty tough. Yeah, Wolford
3: wasn't bad, but this Arizona – he could have fought in Sudford for a start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Seahawks twenty six. 49ers 23 from what you hear it sounds like the 49ers plan to go with the two backups next year
2: well uh, yeah and it's because of the salary cap dropping by 23 million dollars um jimmy is going to be probably released and probably several other 49ers and uh, you know Shanahan and and company in San Francisco, Kyle even said after the game, we have a lot of work to do because of the cap dropping so much.
1: So well, I think yeah. that that's a you know we're going to hear about a lot of people and a lot you know different people, Prescott and Dalton and other other team people yeah. coming here. But I think Garoppolo is it would have the inside track because yeah. supposedly you hear that Bill didn't want to trade him and they kind of made him trade him because they wanted him to yeah. keep Brady and he really yeah. didn't want to. So. That's, I think, his uh, fantasy would get Garoppolo and start from scratch with him.
5: And, of course, the final score... Washington, 20, Eagles, 14.
1: You know, the, the other thing I was thinking of, and basically most of the teams did play up to this. Note, but the this is not unusual. And, and, again, the Eagles players themselves played very hard until such came in oh, and yeah. gave up. But the, what I'm saying is these teams often will do this. You see it a lot in baseball. Well, we're going to only pitch our pitcher three innings because we don't really care about this other team. I was thinking back to 1978, and the Red Sox and Yankees were coming down to the end, and uh, Rick Wait. Pitched probably six or seven innings. The, the Indians killed the Yankees. The Red Sox beat Toronto. And they got into the playoff because Rick Waits, you know, they didn't just say, oh, he's only going to throw 20 pitches and be out. They pitched him the whole game. And that's what people used to do.
2: Well, know? and, you know, uh, it's very. you never hear Al Michaels or Chris Collinsworth. Criticize okay. anybody, yeah. but it's as yeah. soon as they put Sutfeld into the game, they tore into the Eagles like there was no tomorrow. NB, uh, I think NBC was extremely upset that uh, you yeah. know Peterson yeah. pulled yeah. this yeah. on on national yeah. TV, yeah. and from what I heard on Monday, both from Fan and WIP. Uh, the the Eagles have twelve players over the age of thirty, and the rumor has it they're all going to be gone next year. Uh, they they totally want to rip this franchise apart and redo it.
3: So well, as late yeah, as you know, Michael, we are. Oh, yeah, but, which should, go ahead, Rick. the break. Huh? The Michaels and Collins, when it first happened, they were kind of saying, Well, this is, I wonder what they're thinking in New York and stuff like that. And then they went to a commercial break. And when they come back, it's like they must have talked about it. What are we saying? And they come back and Collins says, You know, I just got to say, I couldn't have done what Peterson just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, yeah. We, we will hit our break. We're way late for it. We'll come back. Yeah. Chris will give you the standings and schedule. And just to, you know, how they say teasing is great in radio, we yes. just got a baseball note about the minor league leagues which i will pass on when we get there so bill why don't okay. we take a break and we'll come back
0: keyboard cat hamilton the pug and toast meets world these are some of the internet's most beloved pets and they all have one thing in common their stories started in a shelter start your story adopt a dog or cat today visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you training that pet to play the keyboard that's optional start a story adopt a shelter or rescue pet today brought to you by maddie's fund the humane society of the united states and the ad council
4: okay what are you wearing right now nothing that's right so mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself underwear always comes first name tag at the back then pants then shirt get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over
0: socks going first then shoes right on right left on left with shoelaces just take the ends cross them over switch the loops the rabbit goes down the hole pull tight and you're left with money ears got it why are your pants on your head
1: most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes
5: Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The stores
2: are bringing me a baby brother. You can do this. Yeah. <laughs>
5: and we're back. So uh, Chris, now if you doesn't want to that wrap feel up, more
1: normal, everybody had your strokes and see now, now see <laughs> you asked Chris and you got it. So now now,
5: now for the standings and uh, remember yeah. too, when he gets to the schedule, if you guys missed any of these games on week seventeen, if you have Sirius XM you can re listen to
2: them and uh, what do they say to their device, Robert? Um, you you say uh, play, and then you say the name of your team. You don't say the city. Like, for example, if you want to hear the Patriots, you say play the uh, Patriots from Sirius XM. Game re- you play play the Patriots game replay from Sirius XM. You have to say game replay or okay. she won't okay. So it. if you
5: have that, folks, you can listen back to yeah. the games. Chris, go ahead.
1: Yeah. All right. So here are the final standings. AFC East: Buffalo champions at 13 and 3. Miami 10 and 6. Patriots 7 7 and 9. Jets 2 and 14. <coughs> AFC North: The Steelers won it at 12 and 4. Baltimore 11 and 5. Cleveland 11 and 5. Cincinnati 4 11 and 1. AFC South: Tennessee wins it at 11 and 5. But the Colts are also 11 and 5. Houston 4 and 12. Jacksonville 1 and 15. AFC West: Kansas City wins with 14 and 2. Las Vegas 8 and 8. The Chargers 7 and 9. Denver five and eleven, NFC East the mighty Washington football team won it at seven and nine. Giants at six and ten. Dallas six and ten, and the wonderful Eagles four eleven and one. NFC North Green Bay the champions at thirteen and three. Chicago eight and eight. Minnesota seven and nine. Detroit five and eleven. NFC South the Saints won it. And I guess I didn't realize that they won it the four years in a row. I didn't realize. I thought it seemed to rotate, but not not so much lately. New Orleans at twelve and four. Tampa Bay eleven and five. Carolina five and eleven, and uh, Atlanta four and 12 NFC West. We have Seattle 12 and four, the Rams 10 and six, Arizona eight and eight, San Francisco six and 10. Hey, everybody's every other 12, 10, eight, six. All right. I didn't know that. Sure. Okay. So the seedings, and then we'll get you to the schedule. The seedings, the uh, number one seed is Kansas city in the AFC yeah. Buffalo's number two. Pittsburgh, number three, Tennessee, number four. They'll be hosting the uh, uh, AFC Wild Card Games. Baltimore's number five, Cleveland's number six, and Indianapolis is number seven. And remember, seven teams get in this year instead of six. That's a change that they made. And we might have had eight, but uh, we didn't have that uh, many games to make up and all that. So actually, the NFL did very well. And NFL, NFC, Green Bay, number one, New Orleans, number two, Seattle, number three, Washington, number four. They'll be the hosts on this weekend. Tampa Bay, number five, the Rams, number six, and Seattle, number seven so the teams the big losers were oh Miami and Seattle number uh, no, 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 no. What did I say? Not Chicago, Chicago number seven. It's Chicago, Chicago. number seven. Yeah, I wrote down. I was thinking about how they were going to play each other. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote Seattle here. But no, Chicago is number seven. Yeah. And uh, the big losers, you know, if everybody won, blah, 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 what would have happened? But the big losers were Arizona and Miami. They were the teams yeah. that didn't come through. So and Miami the,
2: being 10-6 and six and not making the playoffs, it's like the Patriots in 08. They were 11-5 and five and didn't make that's it. That's right. So, yeah. Okay, so
1: on the 9th of uh, January, on Saturday, at, uh, on one uh, yeah, one at one o'clock, it's Indianapolis at Buffalo on CBS. Uh, the Rams are at Seattle, four forty p.m. on Fox. These are all Eastern times. Tampa Bay at Washington, eight fifteen on NBC. the round out your action on Saturday, on the tenth, on uh, Sunday, we have Baltimore, at Tennessee, one o five on ABC slash ESPN. We have Chicago and New Orleans four forty on Fox and Cleveland and Pittsburgh, eight fifteen PM on NBC.
5: And remember they also all those games are on Westwood One if you don't have Sirius XM, so check your local Westwood
3: One affiliates too. Yep. Okay, all right, so I guess that's it for the NFL. Well, we, did, we didn't, We I don't know if we mentioned that Cleveland, the Browns come up with some positive tests today.
2: Yeah, that's,
3: yeah, right. that's,
5: that's right. right, that's right. Coach, coach. Yeah.
3: Kevin, the coach, is out, yeah, out. Defensive, yeah, DB coach, and tight ends coach, and then a receiver, Cord- Cordell Hodge, and an offensive lineman, and they, these were positive cases, so they will not right. be there for the, you know, the coach won't be there for the game. If right. they had to close down the facility, so there could be more positive tests coming. That game could be in. The, you know, and if night. that would be the case, what in the world would they do? I don't know. I mean, if they could move it to Monday, you know, but if, you know, the Steelers seem to get screwed on all these. If you move it to Monday or Tuesday, it kind of puts the winner in, in, in you know, it it does. gives them a tough time oh. going into the next one. What week, they yeah. could do is they could also
1: move, flip-flop the games because, again, you're not dealing with fans, so you could flip-flop these. or you have to deal with the networks, but they have to be understanding. So if you move the Cleveland game to Monday or Tuesday, then you would make sure that the winner of that game didn't play till Sunday. Well, oh uh, yeah, I know right. that. Yeah,
2: yeah, and remember, uh, the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game is an NBC primetime game. So, right, yeah.
3: We if last they moved week. it to Tuesday, I would bet that the, the game the next week might even be moved to Monday. It, could be. it could be. You could see that, yeah. So, But they'll have to talk to the network and everything else. But you're right, because
1: I didn't realize it was coaches from all these different groups. So yeah. there's no yeah. reason to believe yeah. that uh, three or four groups won't be involved.
2: Yeah. And I guess yeah. the special teams coach, and I don't know his name, will be the head coach. That is correct, and I forget, I heard his name, but I forget what it was. Okay. Now, do we have any calls? We do not.
1: Okay. okay. So, uh, college football, uh, well, we, of course, had the two big playoff games. Alabama beat Notre Dame 31-14 to 14 in the Rose Bowl. And, again, Notre Dame just doesn't have it together. I mean, they, they looked the like Rose they were really going to get blown out. They the kind of Rose slowed Bowl. it down. They played better in the second half, and they kind of stabilized, but they weren't going to win that game. And the Rose away. Bowl
2: was played in Jerry's World, so it was in J- Dallas instead of Yeah, California. not in
1: Indiana, Pennsylvania. They played yeah. it in Dallas. That's yeah. Right. yeah. And then uh, Ohio State beat Clemson in the, uh, let's see, the sugar ball, and uh, what was this for? Forty-nine twenty-eight.
2: Forty-nine twenty-eight, and Justin Fields threw for six touchdowns. Yes. He, likely, he likely helped his draft status.
1: Yeah, yes. he probably made a little money on uh, Friday. And so we were going to we will have, and actually, actually before next week, it will be the 11th, it will be next Monday, we will have um, Ohio State and Alabama meeting in uh, Hard Rock Stadium in, in Miami. And uh, I guess there will be some fans. Because Florida, I saw there were fans at the Celtics game last night in Tampa, so I guess there will be fans down there. And, and uh, there
5: will be fans at the Bills game this year, 6,700 of them. Oh. And it sounds like the reason
2: that there are fans at the Bills game is the governor wanted to go. Well, yes, you to the, you go. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And by the way, tonight they're supposed to award the Heisman Trophy winner at seven Eastern. They will. Yeah. They will. They will. Yeah. And if that happens, we're on. We'll get that for you. Yeah. yeah. And
1: who um, are the uh, finalists? We have um, Mac Jones for quarterback for Alabama. Uh, Najee Smith is what's his name? Is it Najee? Najee Smith. He is a wide a receiver. Wide receiver for Alabama. Now Alabama. Trevor Lawrence.
0: Trevor
5: Lawrence. Quarterback from Clemson. Yep. And Kyle Trask from Florida. I cannot believe his status was helped much by the bowl. game. Game month. Fortunately know. for him the bowl game doesn't count
1: right. right so probably uh i would think trevor lawrence will probably win it. if everybody's tanking for trevor um, I think that's what i he- from what i hear it's going to be the wide receiver
5: from alabama yeah, so yeah that's what say. i've
2: heard also uh, yeah okay. and we do
5: have a caller now okay, okay. so uh pierre if you want to unmute we'll give him a second here
3: yeah star six well, he's on there. Oh, oh that's right. right. Okay. There he uh, is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I got a notification earlier today said that Ohio State has a bunch of COVID. Uh, Uh-oh. And so they probably won't have it on the 11th. They may have to have it on the 18th. Oh okay. wow. Okay.
1: Well, they'll get it done because it's a lot of money and it's hey, it's the last game of the season. You can play it whenever you want to play it. I guess. Uh,
3: right. Yeah. You can. You can. And
5: remember, they had built-in dates. That if they right. needed them, they, they did have built-in dates. That
2: if yep. they needed them, and they can do that on the 18th. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. Pierre, since you're in Louisiana,
3: what have you heard about uh, Kamara? Well, they said he probably will be able to play, but okay. uh, but now, what about Taysom Hill? Is he in uh, concussion protocol or not? I have not heard. So, Perry,
2: do you know an anything? Either.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard about that yet? I, I'm and, so, I'm sorry.
2: What was the question? I was
1: asking to Taysom Hill about percu- uh, concussion uh, protocol? Yeah, uh, uh, day to day, day to day. Okay, everybody's day to day. Yes, so yes they, are. they are. Two. We're all day to day. We are. We are. Okay. Let's see if we have a, we have a couple other uh, college football notes. Um, Steve Sarkeesian, Sarkeesian, if I could talk, that was hired by um, Texas. The yeah, after they fired Tom theaters, Herman, after they fired Tom Herman, who had a very good record, I forget what it was, but he he did okay. Uh but apparently he wasn't cow uh, towing enough to the. You know, Sean can come in and talk about that next week. But uh, with with the uh, the boosters and all that other stuff, so yeah, um, a sixty four
2: percent winning percentage. He did. Yeah, appar- apparently in Texas, you got to uh, you got to uh, do what the boosters say because apparently Correct. they control that program. So. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Well, another thing that a
5: lot of uh, people around the Big 12 will tell you is the people in Texas, the program anyway, they think that the Big 12 is Texas, maybe Oklahoma, and everybody else right yeah and and this year and this year you know to give a shout out iowa state that was probably the Fiesta bowl they beat oregon 34 to 17 that was the biggest win i would bet in cyclone history if, if mm-hmm. there's a bigger one and i mean obviously i'm not that old but if there's a bigger one i don't remember it
1: uh-huh well there you go um okay then we had uh there were no terms announced for Steve Sarkisian. Michigan has offered Jim Harbaugh a five-year deal. We can't understand it. We don't know why that is.
2: Yeah, but he must he has, have something on somebody. And yeah. he has not signed it yet, which is interesting.
5: So. He must well, be hoping that somebody in the NFL will look at him. I don't yeah.
2: think that will happen, but okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Kind of a, kind of a crazy thing. Yeah. So um, let's see. So for college basketball, I think we only had the one note, which is Indiana will host, host all of March, March Madness. Uh, you know, and I guess there's enough uh, field houses in the stadium. I mean, you're not going to need. I mean, they can play in a lot of big spots. Uh, but by March, I don't think you're going to see too many more fans than you have right uh, now.
5: There so, are what? What did I hear, Bill? There are six facilities: Indiana, Purdue, uh, Butler, Conseco Fieldhouse, and I forget where the other one was. But they can use all six of them uh, yeah, if need Yeah, there's be. a
0: Coliseum that they've got that they can use. But this is a big deal for the city. A hundred million dollars in revenue. So it, it's a how
1: are fan. they going to get a lot of revenue? I suppose just a number of players that would have to come in there and all be there at once, oh, well, even without the, the fans. Is that how it's going to work?
0: The officials, and there's going to be some fans, I think. Or yeah, very very spattering. limited. You know, families anyway, families right. and stuff. Yeah, but
1: it, it's a okay. Bit well, fun. that'll be interesting, and we'll see. Now, Perry, do you know if that is uh, in stone as to when it's going to be? No matter how many yes. games. Yes, that played, is so in stone.
5: Selection Sunday. I think is the 18th or something like that, whatever the Sunday right it. around there is.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, and, it, yes, say. the
5: dates are set.
1: Okay, because it's got to be before the Masters. We know that, and then hopefully the Masters will be back in the right spot. Yes, <laughs> hopefully. So the NBA. Uh, before the you coach- go there, Chris, Okay. Yep.
5: I do I want, want to a shout out, out to the Drake basketball team. And
1: they, and they are thirteen and yeah oh he, how do so, you know stereo it, at least on this phone? It's not like you went stereo to tell us, yeah, yeah. Oh, with great. the internet
5: issues periodically. I have my I- phone in, but so yeah. the uh, Drake is thirteen and oh, and I think that is a surprise yep. to almost everybody that I have heard, mm-hmm. and uh, they are playing great offense and great defense. So. Congratulations to the Bulldogs.
1: All right. And uh, so the NBA, uh, we were talking about the schedule in our group and talking about the two-game series that they're playing. Dogs so have had a couple of those. Sometimes they're back-to-back or they're every other day. You go into a city and play twice. So <clears throat> that's with your conference teams. You don't always do it, but uh, you can do it. So that yes. you know, minimizes the travel to some degree. Uh, okay. And then uh, let's see what is it we have here for Milwaukee they on uh, i guess it was tuesday night they had a record in the nba for 29 three pointers
2: yeah last the tuesday they they, uh, they hit 29 three pointers and they took 51 attempts so, and I Good. have a feeling—I have a feeling with the way the NBA is relying on the three-point uh, shot um, in recent years. We might see that record broken before the year's over. With
1: so. and it was a blowout, so they because twelve players hit those shots. And Milwaukee beat Miami one forty-four to ninety-seven. So yeah,
2: and the only, believe it or not, the, the only player that did not hit a three-pointer, and he always does, Giannis. He's the uh-huh. only one that didn't hit one.
1: So then Wednesday, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, that Greg Popovich was ejected for the, for the uh, from the game, uh, and Becky Hammond came in. So she was the first person, first female to ever coach in an NBA game uh, yes. even for a, a little while. So that yes. was, and she,
2: she had interviewed, interviewed for her various, various jobs. jobs so, so if she <laughs> if <laughs> wanted him, she, 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 she could have, have a job in the, in NBA. the NBA. And yeah. uh, Popovich has basically said that uh, when he leaves, the job is hers. So...
1: And then Sunday, Steph Curry went for 62 points and got a career
2: high. Yeah, he did. And, uh, um, you know, when Clay Thompson did his 60 against the Pacers a few years ago, he only did that in three quarters. He didn't play the fourth quarter because the Warriors blew out the uh, the, uh, Pacers. But in this case, Portland can score. So, um, you know, the Warriors won by 15 points. It was 137 to 122. But... I mean, they they never really could pull away until the end. So Curry was able to play, you know, pretty much the whole game, and right. he, he wound up with 62. Uh, he also broke his consecutive three throw streak. He'd hit 80 in a row before he finally missed one, and I found out the record was 97 in a row, set by a player by the name of Mike Williams, who I honestly don't remember. And I followed the NBA for since the 1970s, so. I'm. Try- I've been racking my brain all day. Yeah, uh, trying know. to think of who Mike Williams is. You know? I do not
1: know. So I do not know when he know. when he dies. We will be all over it, though. Yeah, we will I find know. Out. Yeah. Okay. So uh, then, I guess that uh, more <laughs> NBA
2: stuff. Um, not that I can think no, of.
1: No. Chris. Hey, in a couple of weeks or so, we'll start giving you the standings because right now it's still pretty nebulous. Yeah. So, yeah. so the NHL is going to start a week from tomorrow, and uh, the first thing is Zdeno Chara will not be back with the Bruins. He's been there 14 years. He's going to Washington,
2: and, and, and uh, I, I, I can tell you from reading the Boston Globe, Chris. Uh, the writers and the people that cover the Bruins are not happy about Boston's decision. Apparently, uh, Cam Neely and Don Sweeney and Bruce Cassidy have all decided uh, they want to go with younger players, and so they didn't really want him back. And a, a lot of the writers that cover this team on a daily basis are frankly not happy with their decision.
1: Well, I don't know. He you know, the last couple of years he wasn't doing much, so I'm I'm not really sure. But you know, it, it's one of those things. They had such a truncated season; it's hard to really get a feel for it. But yeah. I didn't think he was doing a whole lot uh, in in the playoffs, or you know, when I was really paying attention to them there at the end. So, yep. and of course, he won the Stanley Cup here in uh, 2011. They went to the finals in 2019. So, and he'll always be, you know. And as he said, he's always going to be a Bruin. He was here for. Years, but he started with Ottawa for three or four years
2: before he Yeah, here. Uh, he. A matter of fact, he played for Ottawa and the New York Islanders before he became a Bruins.
1: So oh, I didn't remember he, the Islanders. Okay.
2: Yeah, he was drafted by the Islanders originally, and then the Islanders traded him to Ottawa. So. You yeah, know. and
1: then uh, what's his name uh, came from Ottawa and brought him here, uh, Peter Chiarelli. That's correct. Yep. And then there was one more free agent, uh, Derek uh, Broussard, signed uh, by Arizona. Where was he last year?
2: Ah, uh, he. Uh, You know, I, I can't, I, I think he was with the Islanders, but I could be wrong. And one more signing to give you, Corey Perry, who was with the Dallas Stars last year, has signed a one year deal with the Montreal Canadiens.
1: Okay, so, now, listen up. We have the divisions for you, and the first two, uh, we already gave your,
2: I see your, your hand, Jerry. We'll get to you right after the divisions. Yeah.
1: yeah, we'll do the divisions first. All right, in the north, it's the Canadian team. So it's going to be Ottawa, Montreal, Winnipeg, Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. Now, I was listening uh, to, uh, there was an article that David put in with that, and some of the provinces aren't sure if they're going to allow games in their provinces. So And that, is, and that, is, and,
2: and that is still the case because only two of the provinces, so far have agreed to allow their teams to play in their arenas. So okay. uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that.
1: Because that's a kind of a big travel division. We have a couple of other big ones. The Northeast, the East division is not bad, and we'll run that over again for travel. But, the, you know, if you had to really had to go from Ottawa to Vancouver, that's a long way. So yeah. if you don't want to be in planes, it wouldn't be the worst thing for Canada teams to have some bubbles. In right. the East, we have, again, a pretty compact division geographically. Uh, the Bruins, Buffalo, Rangers, islanders new jersey philadelphia pittsburgh and washington so no big long you know no more you know come to come from here to washington it's you know an hour and a half so no big right. long flights in that division not a bad thing at all right uh the central division however you have to go to carolina chicago columbus detroit Florida, Dallas and Nashville and Tampa Bay. So you've got Southern teams mixed in with midwestern teams basically. Yep. So that's gonna be a, a fair amount of traveling there. And the West is uh, pretty pretty busy too. Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Minnesota have to do that. The Kings, be- Vegas, Golden Knights, San Jose and Saint Louis. So Yeah, that's
5: yeah. a lot of travel for the blues in it the- wild. wild.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's right, and so Dave, our friend Dave from Toronto said that uh, now for an offside, your skates don't have to be on the ice. It's where your body is. You know, if your body is over the line, and then they can see that on the thing. But apparently, your skates had to be on the ice. But now they're actually tightening up on the offside rule. Apparently, that is
5: correct. Yes.
1: So, mm-hmm. okay. So in baseball, I think hold on, have... hold
5: on. Before we do that, oh, Jerry, I forgot about Jerry. Jerry, why don't you unmute yourself? Yeah.
3: Okay, I just want to make a few comments on, uh,
2: yeah, I don't know what, <clears throat> I, 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 I'm I amazed. Uh, growing up in Philadelphia, <laughs> like I did, that, uh, that the Eagles are retaining Doug Peterson. Uh, I guess uh, just about the people in Michigan are amazed at the fact that Jim Harbaugh is staying on. Well, we don't uh, know if he's staying on. He
1: hasn't agreed to stay on. He may not want to coach there anymore. We don't know that.
2: Yeah. Uh well the problem I have with the way Philadelphia did things is uh apparently it came out on Monday, Jerry, that uh Howie Roseman, the GM, is the one that instructed Doug Peterson, uh, hey, we want you to do this because we have the ninth draft pick, but if we lose we're gonna go to number six. Ah, okay. But sure. nobody else, nobody else was
1: thinking that way. You know, the Raiders didn't do that. A lot of Houston didn't do that. A lot. Of, well, Houston doesn't have a draft. But no, other teams were playing. In the, both Detroit and, and the Lions, uh, Detroit and uh, Minnesota, were playing their hearts out. And the Eagles players were, to their credit, they were playing hard. That wasn't it. It was the a management decision. And, yeah. and the Eagles just, you know, so I don't think that uh, there's going to be. It's a long way, but I don't think by even by Christmas there's going to be Christmas cards going back with, between the <laughs> Eagles and Giants ownership.
5: <laughs> no. Okay. And, and kudos and kudos to Rick. That was priceless. Good radio.
1: Yeah, yeah. it was. It was yeah. nice to see when somebody gets uh, fired up. Oh. You know.
2: Anything else, Jerry? Well, I tried Robert's experiment. I told it to play. I told Google to play Steelers replay. Game Sirius- replay. Yeah, you have to say Steelers game replay, Jerry. You can't leave anything out.
3: Okay. Okay. What, what device I wanted to play it on?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now you have a Google device. I don't know if it works on a Google device, but I do, I do know that it works on a Lady eight. So Steelers game replay from SiriusXM. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. See yes. what happens. Yep.
2: Thank you okay. very much, guys. Cool. All, right.
1: All right. Talk to you later, Jerry. Okay, so uh, we have uh, one baseball note that I have, and I think you've got a couple more, Perry. John Shomby is going to be the Cub TV uh, guy this year, so he'll be replacing Len as going over to the White Sox radio booth.
2: And he's, uh, a, and and he, he's a very good announcer, yes, compared, he's a good announcer. To who, and compared to who they were going to give that job to. Uh, think, he is going to continue to do some stuff with ESPN. Yeah.
1: Right, but we'll probably see him uh, in the postseason for ESPN because uh, the Cubs probably won't be there. Right. And and the TV guys can't go. Although, as a TV guy, and they may change this up and not do it, but that, that actually leaves a good question if John Chomby has something else to do, because normally the TV guy does the uh, fifth inning when the games are not on TV. So um, I guess they've got, who have they got to do the fifth inning uh, for the Cubs games now? Uh,
5: Zach Zadman. Yeah, Ziedman. That's, that's right. He, so, he'll probably stay that way.
1: It will stay, um, but uh, what they do is, Chomby will do some of them, because they will do that. Let's say they're on Fox on a Saturday and he's not going anywhere. He'll just go to and do the fifth inning instead of Zadman. He, right he may,
5: but he may also do games for ESPN. He could.
1: Right. He could go off,
5: yep. And if that right. happens, Happens, I would suspect then that Zach Sidman would get those fifth innings in the postseason. That right. is correct.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which,
5: which I mean, I don't know if you've heard it, Chris, he's, he's good. pretty good. He's, he's pretty good. Empty. He's yeah.
1: good. And I know Len Kaffer going to do a good job with the White Sox as I heard him too. Yes. Yep. So, yep. Okay. So any other, did you have, uh, you might have. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, Robbie,
2: Gro- Robbie Grossman has signed a two year deal with the Detroit Tigers. Uh, the first of the A's, 10 free agents to leave town. And I am thoroughly disgusted with one John. Wait, Fisher. What he, uh, he's, so he is a what? He's an outfielder. 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 Okay. All right.
5: And he's played. And yes, in this- just to just to, as we were going to our commercial break a few minutes ago, it did come down that the way they are going to do spring training and they're saying prepare that is if it's normal, the major league and AAA players will report as normal. A and AA players won't report until later.
1: Okay. Yeah. So at this point they'd be like And that's having-
5: a pretty and that's a pretty big announcement because remember we had the break. That, you know, the minor leagues have taken away some teams and all that. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, that's that's uh, a pretty big deal. I would imagine these teams want to get their their seasons rolling.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so it sounds like then at least for now they're on track to start at the end of March.
2: Right. That's, um, one. Other and for thing, now, but that that could change. Yeah. yeah, that could change. One other thing on uh, Robbie Grossman, he has played in the Central Division before, because before he uh, became uh, with the A's, he played uh, a few years with the Minnesota Twins. So he, Correct. He's, very, he's very familiar with that division. So good pick up by the Tigers. And unfortunately, uh, you know. It looks like I'm going to have a minor league team in Oakland this year. What can I say?
1: Well, getting back to the start time, this is kind of a, you know, I mean, this is what the owners are saying, but the players, you know, happy new year to us. Now they're going to be pushing back because what you're looking at here is if you start the end of March, beginning of April, like you want to, you're probably going to only have four or five teams that are going to have any fans, (laughs) fans at all, maybe Florida and Texas and stuff like that. So I don't know, you know, if they, uh, the owners, a will keep this up and B. The players are going to want all the same money that they would get for one hundred and sixty two games. So here we go.
5: Well well, I understand it, according to Jim Bowden, the way this has to work is and obviously when I say this we're not we're not bringing any of our political views in, but he said that because of the national emergency declared by President Trump last year, the owners kind of got a little more power where they could do what they want. Now right. in order for that to continue uh, in president-elect Biden would then have to, declare another national emergency which they're not likely going to do because there already there already is one. So for them to continue to have that power, he would have to declare another national emergency. And Bowden said from what he's hearing, they're not he's not likely to do that because obviously we still have the national emergency right, right. that was already in effect.
1: But I don't see if it hasn't ended, then I don't see why the owner can't just say, well, the national emergency is still underway.
5: Apparently there's some rule in there that says that um, that's the case. I I just got the athletic today, thanks to Bill, and I I'm going to start reading up on things like that. Yeah. And, and in yeah. future weeks, I think that's what we're going to try to do. So, Bill, if you want to want to come on for just a second, we can talk about this. Bill and I are going to try to come up with stories that we can bring in. And and topics. And if yeah. there's anything that you guys want us to talk about, you're always welcome to communicate with us. But I think you would agree, Bill, that's going to give us a lot more things to talk about when you and I can can read things. and right. bring things Well, in. we have
0: it right in front of us. And, you know, we'll we'll discuss it beforehand and make sure it's topical and current and up to date that we're doing a great job. But, you know, there's so much that goes on in sports that we can't remember everything and Chris is doing an amazing job getting all the braille and all the all the notes and everything that he copies off of
1: well, where I'm getting the information, and just to get a little inside uh, baseball, I'm getting a lot of this stuff from uh, Sean and Robert and Perry. Yeah, because, because
2: uh, I use Bleacher Report. Uh, they they uh, they do occasionally make mistakes, but most of the time they're accurate. Like the, like the other day with the writer, he uh, he realized he made a mistake, he came back and corrected it later with the Urban Meyer deal. Right. So um, the, but, the, the deal is that I,
1: what I do is on our phone system, I can keep the messages, and yeah. then at the end of, you know, like last night, I sat down and for a couple Two, two and a half hours went through. Got everything organized with the te- death, the right. uh, news stories that had come up in the different categories. So I'm I'm saying all this, but I mean I do occasionally break stories. But I'm working forty hours a week, so I'm right. not able to hear as much as these. Well, guys and, are.
5: and what people don't realize, Chris, too, is when you and I come into the show, we both got notes, and yep. you yep. know, so and, and I I assume that Robert and, and Sean have things, you know, however right. they do it. But I yeah. know that both Chris and I have a lot of things written down, and I suspect yep. now I will have
1: even more yeah. with stuff that week yeah good okay and also when you uh, what you'll be doing during the week and to say according to or uh, so-and-so in the athletic such and right. such and uh, yeah. we'll have that and, and they'll have a the list too you know
5: yeah okay. their baseball people are really good they have rosenthal uh, ken rosenthal they have jason stark and they have jim Bowden, in addition to all the other team writers
0: and right? the local <laughs> and
5: <Okay>. and, and <laughs> able to get a lot of
2: things and okay. several t- – uh, reading the Globe on Sunday with their baseball notes call, apparently several team writers have retired from the athletic and other places. So a lot of new teams – a lot of new writers are going to be writing for teams this year.
1: So, Okay. All
2: right, so Robert, you had a little boxing for us? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, due to the new strain of the coronavirus in England, the British Boxing uh, Board has shut down all boxing in Britain, and that affects the possible heavyweight title fight between Anthony Joshua and uh, Tyson Fury because they're both from the UK, they both live in the UK, and of course one of one of the fights is contracted to be in the UK the other one is contracted to be in the Middle East so um, we may not get a, t- a uh, unification fight in the heavyweight division for quite some time until this virus is under control. Could
1: they leave there and go and train in the Middle East where the fight would be? Uh,
2: well, Right now, all travel restrictions are in place okay. because of the new 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 uh, things. So I don't know uh, how they're going to be able to handle that. But for now, all boxing in the U.K. is suspended. So okay. I think this is going to affect both of them. And this is the disadvantage of having two heavyweight champions Located in the same place, uh, you know we've had that in the United States several times. But oh, yeah. during a pandemic, when both titleists are located in the same country, it kind of makes things. Oh, I'm bad. In the
1: Spanish flu it was probably Dempsey and Tunney or something, and I uh, yeah, yeah. had to do some postponing then too. That, <laughs> um, so I'm going to make you go from uh, ringside, Robert, back to ringside, Robert. Are you hearing any problems about players getting over from Europe back here? Did they go back to Europe for the summer, or what did they do?
2: Um, a lot, a lot. Of them did I have not heard about anybody having any trouble in the Globe column yesterday. uh The writer did not mention about anybody having any issues. So uh, as far as I know, everybody's been able to come in, they need to come in, but uh, you know, okay. uh, who who knows?
1: Yeah, and actually, training camp. We didn't mention this just to finish off the hockey properly. The training camps started for the teams who were in the bubble bubbled uh, on the third, and the teams and the, who were and, not and the in team, the bubbles. It was. Yeah. Uh, what the 30 31st
5: and for those it sounds like for the minor leagues like the American Hockey League and others it sounds like their seasons are going to start around the 1st of February because we're hearing that uh, the Iowa Wild, that their first game may be the weekend of, I think it's February 3rd or 5th or something right around in there.
1: Now, the Providence Bruins are not going to play in their arena because it's being used for a uh, for testing, uh, Dunkin' yeah. Donuts Center in Providence. So teams may be playing in different places if their arenas are being used for other things. I think they're going to play uh, in Marlborough, Massachusetts.
2: Oh, that reminds me. Well, of- the,
5: the, the, pro- the thing here is, Chris, the Iowa Wild will be sharing the arena. Of course, the Wolves. I don't know if the G League is coming or what's going to happen there. Uh, okay. But, I can I can see you in on that when you're done. <laughs> okay, but they're also sharing it with the uh, minor hockey team. It's like late high school kids or something like that. The Des Moines Buccaneers, and the reason for that is it has nothing to do with the virus. The Des Moines Buccaneers arena, the roof was ripped off of that building back in August when we had that Victor Ray show that moved oh. through here. Oh boy. So they, yeah. they lost their roof, so they are playing in, in the Wells Fargo Arena downtown too this year. Okay, okay so uh, Robert, uh, yeah.
0: uh,
2: let me fill you in on the G League, and then I'll go back to hockey for a second. Uh, the G League is going to start in February, and they're going to do a G League bubble, but I don't know where that's going to be, so none of the G League teams are going to play <laughs> in their arenas. They're talking about doing a G League bubble in Florida. I'm Not sure where in Florida, but uh, it looks like it's going to start sometime in February. And, you know, hockey. Uh, L.A. and Anaheim will be able to play in their arenas, but the Sharks, because the arena is located in Santa Clara County, they're going to experience the same thing the 49ers are. They're going to have to share the arena with the Arizona Coyotes and play all their games in Arizona.
1: Okay. Wow. And also, I, I found out that it was up to the players. They had uh, the Buffalo, and there were a couple other types for Toronto, because the Celtics played Toronto last night, and they were talking about this, and the players v- voted strangely enough that they didn't want to spend the winter in Buffalo or anything so they voted to go to Tampa that's uh, why okay. they all ended right. up in Tampa but I okay. found that out and Celtics. that's
5: you know that that brings up another thing Chris we don't know what the Blue Jays are going to do Correct. because if there is a minor league season they might not be able to play in Buffalo unless they're going to just play you know the day-nighters In uh, Buffalo, Uh, yeah. yeah, Well,
2: according to the baseball writer Peter Abraham in the Globe, um, the uh, it looks like uh, they're going to work out something like that because the the players were very happy to be in Buffalo. They they like the they like the stadium there, and uh, so uh, if it's up to the Toronto players, they want to stay in Buffalo. Well, that's a very that's a very nice
5: stadium because Buffalo uh, is a very nice stadium there. From what I, whose farm
2: team
1: is Buffalo?
5: Uh, it is
1: Toronto. It is Toronto. Yeah. So what they might do is make a deal with, they may not, they may let Toronto have the whole thing and let the Buffalo team go play, share the Rochester Stadium. That might Something work. Yeah, that, that could work, you know, because yeah. they're not far apart. Okay, so any more calls before we do the deaths? I do not see you any hands. Either have calls at this or you point. do desk, guys. I mean, this is what you get. You know, <laughs> okay. I do not so, see any hands. All right, so we're getting we're going to have desk share. There's only five, so it's not bad, and, and you know some some pretty cool people actually. John Paul Junior. And actually, Bill may have some memories of this guy because he had kind of a, a pretty good beginning of his career. He was 60 years old. He was an Indy and a CART series driver, and then they changed it to the Champion Series. Uh, let's see, he was in. Uh, he was in uh, let's see 20 uh 24 uh, let's see 96 to 99 he was in the championship series and 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 he won he was in 24 races and then 82 to 94 and one win he had one win in each uh, series basically and uh he, in his uh, 500s he was in uh 85 through 98 and uh i hit seven of them from 85 through 98 and he's uh from muncie indiana his best finished in the in the 98 he started 16th in the in the field and he finished seventh and he died of huntington's disease and uh let's see the so you know basically uh had you uh, heard much about john paul i guess his father is john paul jr so his father was a racer before that bill
0: yeah he was he was an average driver one of those you might hear qualifying on the last day or next to last day he's not one of your Front runners, but you know he was around for a lot of years and always had sponsorship issues. It seems like you know well late
1: the, '90s. From what we heard, the article we read in the late '90s, he had he was going pretty well, but then he got to Huntington's disease in yeah. about 2001, and that ended his career. So he might have done a little bit more uh, in the next two, four or five years uh, before he retired if, if he hadn't had that happen.
0: Steady driver anyway. though, steady driver over the years.
1: Yeah, okay. So Floyd Little, he was 78 years old. He's the All-American at Syracuse from 64 through 66 and then uh, the sixth pick of the 67 draft by Denver. So Syracuse, and people don't remember this now, but uh, they and Bill will kind of remember the, uh, the running back stream that they had and for about 10 years, guys who you know, were very good at Syracuse, Jim Brown, of course, Ernie Davis, who, of course, died tragically, but he was a great college runner, and he uh, was with Syracuse, and then Jim Nance, who the Patriots had, he was a good runner for them, Floyd Little, and Larry Zonka. They were all with Syracuse for about 10 or 11 years, They running back U, basically. So he was from Denver, Floyd Little was, from 67 through 75. He had 6,323 yards, 43 rushing touchdowns, 2,418 receiving yards, and nine uh, receiving touchdowns. And he had two punt returns for touchdowns and one passing touchdown. And he he made five Pro Bowls and led uh, in rushing yards in 71 and rushing TDs in uh, 73. Uh, Let's see. And uh, let's see. He was known as the franchise for, uh, he was the ring of fame. He entered the Denver ring of fame in 84 and he was known as the franchise there. Uh, and then the pro football hall of fame in 2010. And, uh, so he was quite a ball player for, uh, and he died of cell cancer. So, okay. That's him. We move to, um, Paul Westfall. He was 70 years old, just a little younger than me. He died of uh, brain cancer. Uh, he was uh, played for USC from 60 through the uh, 69 through 72. He was the 10th pick by the Celtics in 72. He played for the Celtics in, um, 72 through 75 then phoenix 75 through 80 he was traded for charlie scott and i really don't know what why that was i mean you know he was a good player and charlie scott was a good player it was a good trade for both teams but paul westfall you hear the exploits of that uh, there, there's a whole article that Dave, david usf put in for our group about that triple overtime game in 76 and paul westfall was all over the place oh, that up.
2: that was one hell of a game it oh, was
1: and scoring and then going crazy and the, but charlie scott was a good player too But uh, I don't really know why that trade was made. Uh, Tommy and Red decided that uh, they wanted Charlie Scott and not uh, Westfall. But anyway, and then he was uh, was with the Seattle Supersonics from 80 through 81. The Knicks, uh, 81 through 83. Phoenix, 83 and 84 again. uh, 12,809 points, 3,591 assists, and uh, 1580 on rebounds and 1022 on field. And he, of course, he won the championship oh. as a player yeah, with the Celtics in 74. He was a five time All Star in 77 through 81. And he had, uh, uh, let's see, his number 44 is retired by Phoenix. He's one of the numbers again. Uh, that has not been retired here. And there aren't many that weren't. But, I mean, again, he wasn't really here that long. And I think he's more of a backup. You know, White and Cheney were playing most of the right. time at that time. So, yep, but, right. but I still don't know why they decided. I think it was offense. They wanted the, the offense. And Westfall was more defense than uh, Charlie Scott was. That's, that's correct. Like my guess. Uh, let's see. Uh, we
5: do. Have, I think, Chris, we do have David in. So, David, if you want to go ahead and start to unmute yourself, I will get to you as soon as Chris is done.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. He was the head coach of um, – uh, Southwestern Baptist uh, and which later became Arizona Christian from 85 through 86 Grand Canyon from 86 to 88 to, oh, now the pressure's on because David knows what he said and they'll know if I
2: <laughs> <or>. <laughs>
3: that's right
1: uh, assistant coach for Phoenix 88 through 92 head of the uh, Suns for 92 through 95 head for the superSonics uh, 98 through 2000 and then Pepperdine the head coach for 2001 through 2006 assistant coach for the Dallas Mavericks in 07 and 08 then he was the head of Sacramento Kings in 09 through 12 an assistant with Brooklyn 14 through 16 and then uh, college NAIA championship with Grand Canyon in 88. And he was in the '93 finals in the NBA against the Bulls. there, third of the you know the threepeat, and then the other the other threepeat that was '93. And then uh, and then let's see. And then uh, college Hall of Fame in 2018, and the Naismith Hall of Fame in 2019. And uh, his coaching record in the NBA was 318-279, and at college at Pepperdine, his record was 75 and 71. And he had one appearance in the NCAA in '02. So that takes care of Paul Westfall. I think we've got two more people to do. And next is uh, Don Saul, 101 years old. That's the oldest one we've done in all the times I've been doing this. He played on the Alabama teams from 1940 to 42, and they were champions in um, 41. He uh, fought. And he was a running back and a linebacker. fought in World War II in Europe, and he got the Purple Heart. Then he uh, then he came back uh, to the and he came back to Jacksonville State coached there from 46 through 52, then 54 through 64, because in 53 he went off to do, get his doctorate in, uh, for N, at NYU, New York University, in phys ed. Uh, and uh, so he, he then came back and, uh, and nutrition. I was I knew there was something out there. Then he came back to Jacksonville State, and then, uh, hang on a second. Let's see when he coached at Jacksonville State. Uh, anyway, he made the Jacksonville State Hall of Fame, and, uh, and let's see. Uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, oh, his coaching record at Jacksonville State was 95, 57, and 11, and he won some bowl games. You know, those minor leagues. One time, one of the teams they played in 55, and in, I, I forget whether that was the Paper Bowl or one of those bowls. Anyway, they played Rhode Island. So, what these teams did, there were bowls for the smaller schools, you know, the ones that wouldn't be going to the big bowl. So, there were other bowls that people, the Tangerine Bowl used to be one of those kind of bowls. I remember you met going there one time. So, that was kind of cool. But he was, uh, after he, he came back from 60, I see it now, 54 through 64. So, so 46 through 54, 52, then he was off in 53 and then back 54 to 54. There you go. And John LaMotta, 90, Joey LaMotta, 95, Joey LaMotta. younger brother of uh, Jake LaMotta, the Raging Bull. Uh, let's see. He was, uh, let's see. Okay, his pro career was short. Uh, uh, let's see. It was only, uh, let's see, two uh, February of forty five to November of forty six, but in that time, because they didn't fool around. Remember, they used to talk about Joe Lewis and the Bum of the Month Club. They used to fight a lot in yep. that uh, you know two year period, three year, whatever. He was fought and he was thirty two five and two with twenty two knockouts. So that's not bad. Yep. Uh, and Joe Pesci played him in the in the Raging Bull movie. Oh,
2: and that's a wonderful movie, by the way. And I know this is not going to mean much for blind people, but. Uh, that movie came out in 1980, and because of the person they were doing, they filmed the whole thing in black and white. So even though it was done in 1980, uh, they they didn't put out a color version of that. Ah. Whenever you watch that movie, it's all done in black and white.
1: Well, like the old fight films you you see on Mm -hmm. the classic sport. Jake died at 95 himself on uh, September 19th of 2017. So that was it for Joey LaMotta. And if we have David, I bet he wants to talk to us. We do. David, how are you?
4: Pretty good. I hope yeah. you guys can hear me. Okay, um, we can hear you just fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm on my crappy cell phone, so okay. okay. <laughs> I'm gonna talk more about uh, Sandy Scully. Good. Um, all the news outlets are calling her Sandra. Uh, okay. And ben always called her Sandy. So anyway. Uh Sandy Scully died with ALS and uh she was then second wife. Uh, his yep. first his first wife died in nineteen seventy two at the age of thirty five of a medication overdose. And then in like late seventy three he married uh uh Sandy. Um so what else do I have about her? That's about it. Oh, they had they had uh one child together. Vin had three kids with his first wife, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, he's a he's a widower for the second time over. So, wow. Anyway, well, he's amazing.
1: Know. He's amazing. He's still going and still putting out those reports. Uh, you know his yep. his take on the, what's going on in the world and baseball and stuff. And it's yeah, really cool. yeah, yeah, I don't know. And
5: if Twitter- I do. I do follow Vin on Twitter, by the way.
2: Yeah, uh, that, I was just going to say that. I don't know if he's doing that himself or whether somebody doing it for him. Oh no, no, there- no. He well,
1: the Twitter part maybe, but what I'm talking about is the, the audio. So, We've got two or three times oh, yeah. since the virus started. Yeah. So uh, you know, but boy, you feel bad for a guy like that has to go you through do that absolutely. twice. Absolutely. Yep. But if we have more information, if David gets more, uh, we will put it in next week.
4: Right. I have I have one more death to announce. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, former NHL coach and executive John Muckler dead at oh. the age of 86. Oh. Wow. Yeah. He died at 86 uh, while recovering from open heart surgery. Um, Muckler was a player. He played in the uh, minor leagues. And then he became a coach. He started out as an assistant coach. Um, I have this head coaching record here. He was a head coach of the Minnesota North Stars um, in 1968, from, from 68 to 69. And then he head coach of the Edmonton Oilers from 89 to 91. Oh. Head coach of the Buffalo Sabres, 91 to 95. And head coach of the New York Rangers from 97 to 2000. He won five Stanley Cups. Four as an assistant coach uh, with the uh, Oilers, 84, 85, and 87, 88, and one as a head coach with the Oilers in 1990. Mm -hmm. And then um, he was an executive uh, general manager of the Ottawa Senators from 2001 to 2007, and general manager of the Buffalo Sabres, 93 to 97. And that's all I have. Uh, well, again. that's
1: good. And, and, and it's 07. Ottawa went to the Stanley cup final. So he yeah, built and they lost, the,
2: they lost to the ducks in five right. games. Yep. Right. So that's and
1: good. the, uh,
5: Hall of Fame has been has been announced. I don't have all of them. Charles Woodson is one. Peyton, Man- Peyton Manning and Calvin Johnson are all on the list. Okay. Oh, so the, so those yeah, are the so
1: nominees, and they'll be announced uh, the, at the Super Bowl, right?
5: Yeah, they'll be announced. Correct. Yeah. The, and the Heisman was... has still not come down, so we're apparently not going to get the Heisman this week. We'll have it for oh. you next
2: week. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. so I think thank you David for that and uh, so we won't have to do John Muckcord next week but we will if there's any more in Sandy Scully we'll we'll try to get that in there and uh, yeah. we've got John Muckler taken care of that's great okay gotcha, anything David. else any other call stuff? Nope, I think that's it. Okay, so I think we managed to blab as much as Sean would, and, and make a show about as long as uh, you know <laughs> as we could. So anyway, Robert, do you want to run ba- run down some of that stuff again?
2: Uh, yeah, we can do that again uh, if you want to hear this wonderful show again. Um, go to legendoldies and put in uh, Sports Lounge Live in your in your uh, computer or Potcatcher, and if you uh, want your device to play it. Be sure to tell your device to play Sports Lounge Live through Apple Podcasts. And uh, again, if you want to hear this stuff on the phone, it's uh, 773-572-3006, option 9, option 8 is All Things Radio, option 7 is The Coffee Club. And then Bill has things on 6, 5, and 4 with uh, the other shows that he does. And then old-time radio is on option three. And if you are a, an, an alumni of the School for the Blind of Indiana, option one is your, your thing. So there you go with that. If you want to leave a message for all of us, you may do that through 773-572-7715. Press pound. Leave your message. Do not mark it private. Uh, also, if you want to uh, keep updated on the stories and schedules, seven one two four three two three six four two. Board 9 is for the stories, and if you want to leave any comments there, you can. Uh, and Board 13 is for all your various schedules. You need to keep updated with those because things change constantly, which is virus. So, and if you want to email us, it's uh, Sports Lounge at allthingsradio.net. dot Got that right that time. <laughs> and uh, if you want to, if you want to leave any other comments, one six nine three zero five nine five option two. And I think we'll see everybody next week. And once again, happy New Year to everybody.
4: Right, take it easy. Enjoy.